You're listening to High Impact Influence, the podcast. This is the 30-Day Micro Leadership Course. Today is day 16, September the 16th, 2021. Greetings and welcome inside the Yellow Studio. My name is Randy Cantrell. I'm your host here. The website is growgreat.com. And you know what? After today, kids, we got two weeks and then we're done with this 30-Day Micro Leadership Course. I hope you're finding it helpful and valuable We talked about last time writing your story and writing your story means architecting your life. We are using story kind of metaphorically. You write your story. That is you're determining the kind of life you're going to live professionally and personally living the life that you most want to live. Now, hopefully that means being as good as you can be today. We're thinking about telling our story. We want to pursue our ideal outcome. And we want to give high effort to growing and improving. We also want others to accurately comprehend. That means understand our story. You know, misunderstandings are common up and down every organization, right? People get pegged as somebody that's a bit different than who they really are. The false assumptions, they don't have to be so dramatic to have a negative impact. I mean, even the slightest misconception can derail or stymie a career. Are you responsible for people misunderstanding you? Yes. Yes, you are. Remember the power of the corner, the power of the mirror and the power of moving forward. That is you refuse to make excuses. We suck all the excuses out of the room and we decide that we are going to accept full responsibility for everything. Now, again, we're not finger pointing. We're not fixing blame. We are working to find a path forward in our life. Can people still get it wrong in spite of our best efforts? Yes, of course, but that's on them. What is on us is giving it our best effort to help people get it right. We want to give everybody the opportunity to see us the way we truly are. Now we're all able to do what we want, including the people who are determined that they're just going to get it wrong. They're going to think the worst. And you and I both know that there are people who walk the planet among us and they are determined that they're going to judge everybody harshly and they don't care if they understand. They're going to have knee-jerk reactions. They're going to make false assumptions. It happens. Consider the options here. You can refuse to accept responsibility for helping other people understand. Remember my definition. Understanding means accurately comprehending who and what you are. And some people, if we refuse to accept that responsibility, some people will innocently fail to understand because we didn't do our best. And had we done better, they would have understood better. Again, the folks who are determined to judge you harshly, they're likely always going to judge you harshly. It doesn't matter what you do. Question, should you still do your best? Yes, of course, because it's the right thing to do, because it's a much better way to live your life, to just always do your best, no matter what the other person chooses to do. Words matter. Be sure that you're telling your story with language that helps people understand, especially your boss and, frankly, anybody and everybody else that you want to influence. Don't be lazy. Don't be irresponsible. Remember, this is the story that you are writing and influence is all about people reading, seeing, and understanding your story. 
We're talking about your life here, professionally and personally. Imagine Stephen King, right? Famous writer of horror stories, and he's writing another great story. That is, he has in mind this awesome story that he knows is going to be as compelling as anything that he has ever written. And that's saying something. Unfortunately, in our hypothetical here, in an uncharacteristic fashion, suppose that King fails to write this story as clearly as he usually does. Now, the story's terrific, but he fails to do his usual world-class job of telling this story. Is it his responsibility or is it the reader's responsibility to get it right? Yeah, of course, it's his. You must be the guardian to your story. That means you have to handle it with the care that it deserves. It's in your best interest and in the interest of the positive influence that you want to have on anybody and everybody else that you take telling your story seriously. Now, I hear the excuse, and you do too, and maybe you even make it sometimes. I think we all do occasionally. Well, it's not my problem. Well, maybe it's not your problem, but it is your responsibility. Consider Cindy. Cindy is a vice president of a software company that specializes in accounting software for aerospace manufacturing. Cindy is a vice president. She reports to the COO, the chief operating officer. Cindy is whip smart. She's very capable. And according to her boss, Kelly, the COO, she's not taking seriously enough building her team. So Kelly wants to help Cindy add some skills to her leadership. But you know what? Kelly's got this story about Cindy and about how Cindy operates. Kelly has high regard for Cindy. She's a high performer. She's a high achiever. But Kelly believes that Cindy views the people development mostly as a task to be completed. And Kelly views it as an ongoing endeavor one that she would like every member of her leadership team, which is about seven direct reports, including Cindy. She wants them all to make it part of their work too. There's a reason for this. The CEO is very intent on having a team that grows together because he believes that part of the company's competitive strength is having people who are learning together year after year after year regularly. He preaches about the power of continuity. And of course, in this day and age, continuity is getting really, really challenging. So Kelly fears that Cindy may not fully understand that directive, or she may not quite know how to achieve it in her department. Enter Cindy. Again, Cindy is a high achiever, high performer. She has a reputation as somebody who is going to get this job done quickly, efficiently, effectively, and people like her. Well, that helps. She also has a reputation as somebody who is constantly on the move, efficiently knocking off everything on her to-do list. I mean, in fact, people look at her as a to-do list expert. Turns out, okay, Cindy does need a little bit of help in the people development part of her job, but you know what mostly she needs? Mostly Cindy just needs to work on how others are reading her story. She needs to do that by accepting responsibility for how she tells her story. 
Cindy is bringing along two people. She's got two direct reports. They're her leadership team. And they report all kinds of things that Cindy is doing to help them grow and improve professionally. I mean, it's very clear that these two people have great respect for her. They both indicate that she is among the very best bosses that they've ever had. Well, I start getting a different story. I'm seeing a little different story from the story that the C-suite knows. And over time, it becomes apparent that Cindy is so intent on acting proactively, getting things done, that her speed is causing her to spend no time, and I mean no time, in making sure that she is accurately even telling her story. And listen, I'm not talking about her bragging, and I'm not talking about her looking for attaboys or accolades. I'm talking about simply being informative to her boss, Kelly. Cindy admits that she has never considered sharing some of these things with Kelly. In fact, she says, I never thought that was important. I just let my work speak for itself. Well, her work isn't speaking for itself, though. People are drawing conclusions that they're not quite accurate about Cindy's work and making sure that her department has the bench strength that is so important to the CEO. Now, at first, Cindy's put off. She's pretty put off thinking that this is ridiculous. Thankfully, she quickly realizes that her best response is to just kick all the excuses to the curb, focus on doing what is best for the company, for her boss, for herself, and for her team. And by accepting responsibility for the way that others are reading her story, she now feels more in control of the narrative and for good reason, because she is. And she understands that writing the story, that is these actions that she's taking, all this stuff she's achieving, that's just part one. Part two is telling it in a way where everybody has the opportunity to truly understand it. Cindy learns that telling her story is her responsibility. And she starts learning how to tell it so that Kelly, her boss, and everybody else can understand it better. In fact, within about 30 days or so, Kelly reports that she is noticing Cindy's progress. I mean, says Kelly, I can tell she's starting to take more seriously ensuring the continuity of her team. Well, the truth is, yeah, okay, Cindy is putting in the work to get better in that department, but you know what mostly Cindy's doing? Cindy mostly has changed how she is telling her story and the influence that she now has and her narrative it's changing because of it. Sometimes it is important for us to change the story that we are writing. That is, we need to craft our ideal outcome. We need to grow. We need to get better at our decisions, at our actions. Sometimes we need to alter the way we're telling our story because people aren't quite getting it right. Write your story well. Tell it even better. Be well, do good, grow great. Again, the website is growgreat.com. My name is Randy Cantrell. Lord willing, tomorrow is Friday, and we will hit day 17.